0: Praise the Lord. And I thank, thank God for those leading worship, for, uh, and for Tim and for Charlotte, for giving us the, I don't know, the, the, the opportunity to worship God. And I'm lots of things to lots of people in my life, um, when I go to the Congo because of the way the country is, they call me a teacher. Uh, you can correct me um, if I'm wrong, Joan, and I probably will be. The pronunciation, I'm building myself up for a fall here. I can see it. A predicateur? <laughs> <laughs> well, this was in Esperanto. Yeah? Uh, yeah, no, no. It, it, but the they, they, they teacher. The, yeah, in, in in the Congo, Congolese. Professor. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, in uh, in India, I, I might be a a preacher. In here, I'm a pastor. But to God, I'm a worshipper. All these other things, the gifts that He's given me, I don't exercise those to God. He gave them to me. Yeah. The only thing I can offer to God is my praise and my worship and my adoration. And I'm going to spend an eternity doing that. Yeah, I know people say, well, we don't actually know what it's quite like. But a huge part of eternity is worship or being in the presence of worship. And I'd just love to read a passage. It's really well known. It's, entitled, it's in Luke 7, and it starts off in verse 36. And uh, in the NAV, it's entitled, Jesus Anointed by a Sinful Woman. Um, I think it's uh, it would be better that, that it is that a, a woman enters a sinner's house, um, than, uh, because that's what it is. And I, I want you to... Just to consider this, that I don't want us to think about do we love God? Because most of us here do love God, that's why we're here. That's why we've, we've come, that's why we like fellowship. But my question rather is, and that's the question of this, in this passage, is how do we love God? how do you love god how do you express this this love to him how now one of the pharisees invited jesus to have dinner with him so he went to the pharisee's house and reclined at the table this is recorded in all three synoptic gospels so it's 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 really important, and there's a, there's a parallel which we'll touch upon at the very end in John's Gospel as well. When a woman who'd lived a simple life in that town learned that Jesus was eating at the Pharisee's house, she brought an alabaster jar of perfume, and as she stood behind him at his feet weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears. Then she wiped them with her hair, kissed them, and poured perfume on them. When the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would know who is touching him. And what kind of woman she is, that she is a sinner. Jesus answered, Simon, I have something to tell ye." Tell me, teacher, he said. Two men owed money to a certain moneylender. One owed him 500 denarii and the other 50. Neither of them had money to pay him back, as he cancelled the debts of both. Now which of them will love him more? Simon replied, I suppose the one who had the bigger debt cancelled. You have judged correctly, Jesus said. Then he turned toward the woman and said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I came into your house. You did not give me any water for my feet. But she wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You did not give me a kiss, but this woman from the time I entered has not stopped kissing my feet. You did not put oil on my head, but she has poured perfume on my feet. Therefore I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven, for she loved much, but he who has been forgiven little loves little. Then Jesus said to her, Your sins are forgiven. The other guests began to say amongst themselves, Who is this who even forgives sins? Jesus said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Amen. Father, would you just um, speak to us in whatever way you want, Father, to us individually. Father, that we might be worshippers, that we might respond to the great things that you've done in ways which reflect true and sincere love, in Jesus' name. Amen. It's a really well-known story, isn't it? And uh, at the heart was a question that Jesus asked the Pharisee, who loves most? Story of two men. Both were in the same situation. They owed money which they couldn't repay. For one, it was 500 denarii. For the other, it was a tenth of that, 50. But they didn't have the resources to pay back. Both had their debts wonderfully cancelled. Who will love him more? The one who's been forgiven most. The one who had the greatest debt cancelled. And he says, correct. But there's this deeper question. How do we love? How do we respond, not necessarily in, a, in like manner to the, the, the sinful woman, but what does it mean to you and me to be forgiven this huge debt that Christine was, 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 was telling us about, that the, that it, the, that the cross both says it all and it's complete my debt was written off totally written off hallelujah Yeah, cancelled cancelled taken my debt was removed from those that were bankers here it was removed from my account and placed in someone else's account and the huge resources of his account were placed in my account his righteousness. Hallelujah. How, how, do I, how do I respond to that? And uh, this is rather what the Pharisee didn't do. He said, you didn't give me water. You didn't kiss my feet. You didn't pour oil or perfume on me. You did none of these things. Simon. Yet this woman, she wept my feet with tears. She did something because of the love that she had received from Jesus. We don't know quite the context of how she ever met Jesus, but she obviously knew him and loved him. And he had touched her life most wonderfully. She kissed my feet. She poured oil on me. The story in, in a sense is more about the Pharisee than it is about the woman. The woman was okay. She was fine. <coughs> Jesus was dealing with 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 him and it, it, he was he, he was asking him questions. He was teaching him something. And what did didn't he do? Simon was judging her. It revealed the condition of his heart. Simon could have had everything. Simon could have been the most blessed man on the face of this earth. Jesus knew his name. Jesus went to his home through an invitation. Jesus at his table. How wonderful are these things that this is the son of glory going to the house of a Pharisee. In fact, Jesus was risking all the things in a sense of being judged that that, that in a sense this woman, when we come to her, received. And it was all about... His response is about true worship. She initiated worship. It was totally intentional what she did. This was not an off-chance meeting. This was something that she knew about, that Jesus was coming somewhere. This was something that she had to carry expensive perfume with her. She had fixed on her mind what she needed to do for Jesus. And she was intent on doing it. Her heart is, is soft. It's full of thanksgiving. But Simon is full of self-interest. He's got a hardened heart. He didn't realise he needed to be forgiven like the woman did. Do you not know what sort of woman... She is a social outcast. How do you love Jesus? How do you love Jesus? It's a huge question. You know, in John 4, it says that Jesus seeks worshippers, true worshippers, worshippers in spirit and in truth. See, Simon saw a social outcast. Jesus saw a worshipper. The Pharisee rejected Jesus in that sense. With Jesus unashamedly accepted her. And I don't know if you read this, you saw it says, then he turned towards the woman and said to Simon. The woman is behind him. He is reclining at a table eating and she is behind him ministering her worship. And he turns to her and his gaze is upon her while he talks to Simon. Jesus turned towards the worshiper, and he always does. He inhabits our worship, our praise. That's why to have a meeting like this, where we could worship together, you know, I'm so glad that I was called to be in the front row. Yeah, thank you, Christine. That's where I. That's where where worshippers should be. You want to be near. I want to be close to Jesus He gave her his undivided attention He gazed upon the worshiper and his love was towards her How do you love Jesus How do you love Jesus this woman took a huge risk. She risked everything to go into that home because she could have been rejected and she was, in a sense, by the Pharisees. But at that time, she was, because of G- what Jesus was doing, she, not knowing him too well, she could have been rejected by Jesus. She couldn't, but she... in at that time, with, a, with the amount of knowledge she had, she was bold. She took that risk. Worship takes risks. She was intentional. She was determined to be a worshiper. She was determined, no matter what, I don't know what her life was like, it was still, a, in a sense, socially, in a mess. But despite everything, she was determined to worship her Jesus. And she gave everything. It was expensive to her, it was costly in terms of the perfume. And she loved him from her heart. And she was not ashamed. She was going to make a public statement to others. It could have been a spectacle, but to her it didn't matter who was there. She unashamedly loved her Jesus. I come back to praise and worship as our, our ministry to Jesus. I thank God that you've come tonight. But coming to church isn't our ministry to to Jesus. Worshipping him is our ministry to Jesus. Loving him. Being bold and unashamed that we can be all together, but it's like we're on our own. We're not conscious of what other people necessarily think. As long as it's right and fitting to publicly tell Jesus that you love him. There's another, many, certainly the the, the church fathers believe that the account in, in John 12, when Jesus goes to Mary and Martha's home and Mary anoints him with oil, just six days before the Passover, before his death, she pours oil all over him, perfume. They believe that these are are, are identical stories. Some maybe would think otherwise. But many Christians believe there's just one account of anointing. And do you know what Jesus did? Six days later as he hung on a cross, Mary's perfume was still upon him the scent of her worship what she had given him because it impregnates the skin many could have seen bruises and blood and scars but Jesus carried the perfume of her worship what can we give him What can you give him but the thing he created you for? To worship him, to love him. He carried it to the cross and the empty tomb. So love is demonstrable. I think um, when Jesus was about to leave and he was talking to. Uh, Simon Peter, and he had that discourse about Simon, do you love me? Yeah, I love you, Lord. Are you sure you love me? Yeah, I love you, Lord. Do you love me? At uh, every occasion, Jesus tells him, if you love me, Peter, you're going to do something for me. You're going to feed my sheep. If you love me, Peter, you're going to care for my sheep. If you love me, there's going to be something demonstrable that is part of your worship to me. That is bold and costly and expensive and risky. But it's for me. How do you love Jesus? Only you can answer that question. And only I can as well. To him be all the glory. Amen.